0: To subs live, Dubs live, a comprehensive anime podcast. It is your man here, Jay, a.k.a. Versace Vegeta. And I am hosted with none other than my brethren, Brother D. Yo,
1: what's going on, Brother J? What's going on, people? It's your boy, Brother D, your favorite brother. Yo, I'm, again, happy to be here. Another week, we ain't fail ya. We always been here. Ain't ain't nothing changed.
0: So right. And I'll tell you, man, the the, the more things change, the more they might remain the same. But the more (laughs) they just get great, man. How are you doing, first off? How how, how are you, brother?
1: Bro, I am doing so damn good. Like, apart from life moving kind of fast for your boy, for the most part, everything's been swell. Like I'm not gonna lie, 2023 is finally like, it's finally giving me a bone. You know what I'm saying? I'm glad to like, hear that, bro. man. It's real peaceful over here, man. Everything is looking up. Everything is we're pushing forward. So I'm always happy about that. And it seems like I'm getting just good news after good news, man. I don't, man. Have you seen all the all the things that we're gonna? Be able to play this year. Though? <laughs> My <laughs> lord,
0: man! Yeah, you know, I'm telling you, 2023 is shaping out to be quite nice, man. You know, recently we got like a what was it? Naruto Ultimate Ninja Storm Connections. You know, got. I mean, A new update to the Ultimate Ninja Storm games. I've never thought we'd see another one of those after uh, we'd gotten Ultimate Ninja Storm 4 about, like, what, six years ago? Six
1: years ago is crazy, brother. (laughs) It don't even feel like that, man. I I remember getting the game. I remember taking my bond right to GameStop and saying, you know what? I'm excited. I got the Deluxe
0: Edition. You and me both
1: the deluxe edition wasn't about nothing. For real. <laughs> it wasn't yeah, about it was,
0: man, he he was barely added anything that Ultimate Ninja Storm 4. You sure right, bro. We got like the Boruto edition like maybe like two years later. You know what I mean?
1: And you had to come out of pocket for that. It ain't like that's what I I mean, I'm not mad at that. Like if it's something I want, yeah, sure. But like it, it does. Like I can understand why people get a you know highly offended when they see another big DLC like just drops out of nowhere when you just drop big money on a, a, a deluxe edition. But, man, Very I, I'm glad that they, they're doing a little updates on that game. It, 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 it reminds me, I'm like, man, Naruto getting touched on. One Piece just had its old uh, nice old uh, JRPG turn-based game. Yeah. Why is bleach out of all the big three man? They treat the bleach like a like a unloved stepchild. I don't know what's going on.
0: Dude. I'm thinking maybe because the first core only really had so many new characters introduced that hopefully by the third core of the Thousand Year Blood War arc, we've got a new bleach game coming out. Because once we've got enough characters to work with and enough content where we're not really spoiling anything that's in the anime, right? Hopefully we drop something because good god. What what's it been? Over it's been over ten years. This is the last bleach game, like actual bleach game.
1: Yeah, I'm not. I'm not. Yo, I'm not. I'm. I'm not here to talk about nothing named Brave Souls. That doesn't even exist to me. I was talking to a friend the other day, like, "Yo, when the last time you played a Bleach game, due to the Soul Resurrection or whatever that game was yeah. called?" And I was like, "Uh, was there another Bleach game that dropped?" Oh, Brave Souls. Brave Souls. Well, I looked at that. I'm like, man, I'm not falling for no like. I don't mind a gotcha game, y'all. You know? If it's pay to win or whatever, shoot, don't care. Yeah. But this ain't, like, this ain't that. It's not like we're, exactly. okay, Dragon need Ball.
0: need a real game.
1: Yeah, like, dra- like, Dokkan Battle is great because you don't just have Dokkan Battle as the one Dragon Ball current game. Like, oh, we have That's true. Fighters, we have Kakarot, we have Xenoverse still kicking it. So it's not like, yo, you're in dire need of like any form of drag mode. like you got multiple games on that regard for bleach though bleach don't got nothing bro you You're gotta right. go all they have
0: is the gotcha
1: like it's the gotcha and it's nasty works bro because um hey man for your like for everybody to just when they think of anime when people think of anime man the most People bring up as the big three, like that's just what it is. No matter what you think of Leech, like it's still a staple point. Absolutely. But Bandai be like, huh? <laughs> we we I don't we get we, it. we we have the rights to publish games on bleach? like and and I, don't get me wrong, I like the I love those Heat the Soul PSP games, you but both. but brother. Not everybody got the privilege and the the fortune to go ahead and, you know, play those games at ease. And we shouldn't true. have to do so. Yes.
0: It you know? we, we shouldn't be something where, like, hey, hope you know what website to go to to get the English <laughs> patch, to download the game, to play it on the emulator, to play it on your, you know, platform of choice. It shouldn't be that. You're right. It, it mm-hmm. should be something where people can just go right on to... The PlayStation Network, or the Microsoft Store, or the eShop, or Steam, and be able to get the latest Bleach game, or even the most recent Bleach game, right? To <laughs> be able to buy that for you know not a crazy premium.
1: Yeah, like man, they they need to fix that. If, if we go another year without that, like as far as I know, I like I'm just gonna destroy all hope. And like I'm, I'm not gonna give. And the benefit of the diet anymore, man. Because they be cooking. I ain't gonna lie. They be cooking. They they cooked. It's just like, they're really selective.
0: Like, they are very selective. And yeah. <laughs> it's just, it's, it's wild to me what they choose.
1: Yeah. At, at their own leisure. <laughs> yes. Very weird. I mean, I get it from a company standpoint. It's like, you ain't really pressed, but it's like, the things you do out of nowhere, very surprising. With, very, with no, very surprising. No, no, backdrop, no hint, no, like, no rumor spreading around. Like, you just randomly, hey, you got this new project. You probably might it love is. it. Which <laughs> is crazy.
0: It Good. is. I do. This is the wild era to live in,
1: man. Good. Them boys, flat out, I ain't never. Uh, if you here, if you've been living under a rock, man, these folks <laughs> announced. I don't know where Tenkaichi, new Tenkaichi, and I'm sitting here like brother. It's been about when was the last Tenkaichi? Two thousand
0: seven, 16 years ago was the last Dragon Ball Z Sparking, aka You're Dragon right. Ball Z Little Kai Tenkaichi game released. <laughs> I mean, it, it's wild to me. I. I found out. D-text me.
1: <laughs> Yo, I, I had to. <laughs>
0: I looked at it. I was. I was like, yeah. New Budokai Tenkaichi. I. I just like the words. Just like I knew what the words meant, but it didn't register. So then I clicked <laughs> on it, and then I watched the trailer or the teaser, rather. And it's, it's, you know, Goku. It's basically you get scenes from all three of the Dragon Ball Z. Budokai Tenkaichi games that came out with PS2 and then it leads up to Goku charging up and then it switches from the PS2 game to um, a modern era Dragon Ball Z Budokai Tenkaichi game Yeah, with is Goku it? charging into Super Saiyan Blue wearing the same sort of gi that you see him wear in Dragon Ball Super Broly and Dragon Ball Super Superhero, like on Planet Namek. It, look it looked, looked a, gorgeous. It looked gorgeous. It looked amazing. I was moved. I I didn't like. It, I'm not gonna lie to y'all. A tear shed from my eye for real, because oh, I literally was like, I this. The fact that this is something that Bandai is even considering doing, that we've lived long enough to see this, like that moves me. Like it, I'm not gonna lie to you. Like, it, <laughs>
1: Out of nowhere, bro. Like it blows my mind. Oh, it's amazing. Hey, like, I'm always just randomly out of nowhere to say, hey, we got this, we got this 10 I know y'all been waiting over like damn near since what? Since you have probably been a teenager or you was in your twenties, your mid twenties like damn. There and are that this
0: is aimed at because it was rated RP through T. That yeah. T rating. They weren't born when the last game came <laughs>
1: <up. laughs> out. that's so insane, man. Dude's was just like five years old when Tenkaichi 3 dropped. And I, it's funny how nobody, even th- they don't even like throw on that ultimate Tenkaichi nonsense. I'm glad I did not see that in the teaser because I would have revolted. Oh, yeah. No,
0: they, they knew exactly what they meant. They meant because in the Japanese version, it was sparking. Yeah. In, in Japan, that was ultimate verse. It was not a spark game. Yeah, not you know what I'm spark- saying? Like, no. let's be real. When they said Budokai Tenkaichi, they were very specific with the yeah. series of games that they were referring to. And, I mean, this could be a whole different top podcast, but yeah. <laughs> long story short, there are mods that exist of Dragon Ball Z Budokai Tenkaichi 3. Out there on the internet where you can play that game, but modernized with the cast of Dragon Ball that we have in today's series with Dragon Ball super fully, (laughs) you know, (laughs) featured and represented and not even just those characters thrown in full gameplay changes mechanics changed. I mean, they, they made basically a whole new game off of the engine of a PS3 game. So if some modders down in Central America could do that, imagine what a dev team funded by Bandai is going to be able to do with this new sparking game that we're about to get. It's this new Buruk kaichi. It's
1: going to be special, bro. <laughs> we might not need another Tenkaichi game after this. Cause you're gonna be covered on all ends. You're gonna get the game. Gonna be updated, no doubt, as the months and the years go by. And you got as long as the the love of Dragon Ball exists in Central America, with the I have no doubt in my mind that that the new Tenkaichi will be modded to oblivion.
0: (laughs) Oh yeah, I'm getting this on Steam. There's no yes. way I, I'm, I'm not getting this on any of the. No, I take that back. I'm going to get it on my PlayStation because, of course, come on, man. gotta be able yeah. to play with the homies. But <laughs> what I'm really going to play it on is on Steam. Or, you know, we might have to wave the Pyre Flag. Whatever we gotta do.
1: <laughs>
0: Whatever we gotta do. I'm gonna yeah. play it on my computer as well because if you see what they've done with Dragon Ball Z, Kakarata
1: and they out there they out there treating it like it's a cackerel too (laughs) man it's gonna be wavy
0: I'm telling you though this is something where again like I said really glad that we've lived this long we've spent enough time talking about (laughs) in and of itself Um, I've been good I went out to my first Atlanta United game with Alex and his wife Anna very amazing going to the tailgate and the game with them. Wonderful people, wonderful time. But this week, we have something very important to discuss. As last week, we were able to go through Gohan's story arc through Dragon Ball Z, which included around the defeat of Kid Buu. Now, we know for a fact, his life does keep going Beyond that point, right? Yeah, it could be one thing to say, Hey, let's talk about all of Gohan's consistent L's that happen throughout Dragon Ball Super up until around the end, where things get better for him, (laughs) and then let's go down the history of his L's in Dragon Ball GT as well. But (laughs) I don't want to do that. Do you? Nah. I'm not going to rag on that, man. Exactly. (laughs) We love Gohan around here. I really do love Son Gohan. And in order to really, really showcase that, what we want to do is break down the things that make Gohan Gohan. The things that show how different he is from any other Saiyan, why he's so different from any other Saiyan, and the things that you... Myself and so many other fans have come to endear about Sun Gohan on why it is that I feel maybe the fans really do get Sun Gohan. So join us back after the break as we cover part two of Sun Gohan's life. Gohan, I was told that you have been training with Piccolo. Have you regained your ability to fight?
1: Well... I think I've improved quite a bit since the time Frieza came back.
0: Not good enough. All this piece has made you lazy and soft. If you want to call yourself a Saiyan, then toughen up and act like one! You say that you're training again, but I haven't seen any proof of that! What? Really? I'm taking my training seriously, though. If that's true, then you're better off without softy trainers like Piccolo and Kakarot! Well, Vegeta, if that's
1: how you feel, why don't you train me?
0: Who, me? Don't be ridiculous. You can go and train yourself. You know, in some ways, you're more brutal than Piccolo used to be. Enough of this. It's time to fight. So, D, you know, my man Son Gahan, he's a family man, first and foremost, I would say. Especially in how he's grown to be post-Dragon Ball Z. Of course, we know he winds up marrying Videl and they wind up having his daughter, Pan. But let's break all that down for a moment, man. I think it is such a great take on the modern day era of Goku and Chi-Chi's story, right? Yeah. We have someone who... When Goku was going through just his adventures of life, he found someone who was also a great fighter, and he was just enamored with, you know, yeah. whether he knew it or not, right? Yeah. With Gohan, the that love is way more apparent than yeah, it is with Goku and Chi Chi. Wouldn't you agree?
1: Yeah, for for a fact. It, this it just shows how how well adapted Gohan is to the world and, and the society as a whole and how people express themselves and feel things, you know, different for a a character like Goku, got dropped on his head and and wasn't taught, you know, the finer things in life, like love and all that (laughs) (laughs) nature.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's true. That's very true. Goku, you know, he had been raised out in the woods, like we talked about before, Uh, Being a a mountain boy, he's going to have a whole different look on life than Gohan. who's Just by being half human, by way of Chi-Chi, he's going to be more compassionate, right? And and that compassion is really what separates Gohan from the rest of the Saiyans um, in the way that we view them. Yeah, for sure. It also lends to how he is also as a father, right? Because the way that he raises Pan, especially from what we see in Dragon Ball Super and Dragon Ball Super Superhero, he's a chip off the old block. (laughs) bro.
1: Bro, I I said it when we did... uh, We talked about Superhero on a pod, man. I was like, man... If that boy ain't like his daddy, <laughs> he, he, he learned from the best. That man, he ain't got a worry in his heart.
0: Is at the end of the day, he does know that, you know, he's lent a safe and comforting lifestyle to his wife and his daughter. But at the end, you know, when it all comes down to it, we have a, a young three-year-old pan who is training with Piccolo because Gohan, the most important thing to him is being a scholar. Yeah, Right along with being a father and a husband, being a scholar is what is allows them to house that huge mansion that we see in Dragon Ball Super <sighs> Super. Mario, right? I mean, clearly his professional life even is a success because of the things that make him different from all of the rest of the Saiyans. He's dedicated himself to being a scholar, to being someone who um, not only learns but also teaches, and it's interesting that we have Gohan like that. I would really love to see more of Gohan's life from a you know direct perspective into what he as a scholar is like, because there's got to be. <laughs> So much you know, we see him studying bugs, which is something that he's always studied insects even from a young child. Yeah. Right. I, I definitely wanna know like, you know, what other subjects is my man Gohan yeah. out here teaching.
1: Yeah, for for a fact. You already know, like I'm I'm pretty sure he's well versed in a multitude of things. He always came off as a smart human being. So it'd be nice to like, you know, just if going forward, you know Toyama, Toyotaro, give us like some, you know, some scenes of him, you know, teaching a class or so. Like it'd be dope.
0: Even if it's something more romantic, is like teaching. It would be interesting to see him teach like some sort of like, hey, like he is real, and this is how we can use it with science or something. You know what I mean? Like yeah. something like that. Like it would, it would be really interesting to see uh, how he has led these great years of research that he's done where training was never even a focus for him. But it clearly led to success because his family never want for anything. Yeah. Now, with that all said, while we might not know too much on the different topics that Gohan teaches and studies in as a scholar. What we do know is his connection with his family, even Gyo goes beyond just that of his, with his wife, Videl and with his daughter, Pan, he's pretty close with his dad as well. We don't see it so much throughout Dragon Ball GT, but in Dragon Ball Super, we do get a much closer eye into how Gohan as an adult plays a close role with his father There are plenty of times where leading up to the universe six martial arts tournament, where while Gohan wasn't able to fight, he was also able to just lead and lend advice to Goku. Same as leading up even to the tournament of power where that connection that Goku has with Gohan, where Goku knows he can trust Gohan's thinking leads to Gohan being the captain of Team Universe 7. Yeah. D, what were some of your takes on just like how we saw Gohan go from an active fighter throughout Dragon Ball Super to someone who we knew his mental IQ in how he looks at battle was his greatest suit through the show until later on.
1: Yeah, it was really interesting for the most part. I, I, I you know, it's funny how Gohan, in a sense, and I guess this is my headcanon, is like from what he studies, whatever his, his study is nature, like the way he's really, he thinks he's really thinks one step ahead, you know, he's always, you know, for the most part, he's very meticulous in his fighting and it's really cool to see, man. Like it, 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 it's like I guess you know how Saiyans have their different styles in regards to how they kind of like further come and like he has a mix of both. You know how Goku is a little a little bit lenient, and he has the in his head feature with like Vegeta, where it's like he's like a little balance between the both, and it's really dope to say the least.
0: I'd agree with you there, especially when we have moments like. Gohan stepping in with the initial battle before the Universe Survival uh, Tournament where he helped them fight against Universe 9. His fight against Lavender was probably the one that got the most strategic in how it was lit, right? Gohan overcoming the poison. Um, even though it was a double KO, Gohan showed that his lack of focus on fighting in and of itself was not something that hindered him because he's still a Saiyan, right? He still has a lot of great power within him. Mm -hmm. And the fact that he's a hybrid Saiyan, that passion can be used towards greater strengths that we do see later on. But it's his head in the game that really matters in these situations where when they need to rely on Gohan, he does show out. Like, let's let's forget the moments where, because of the story, he had to get beaten by Frieza during Resurrection F. Let's forget yeah. about the moments where, because of the story, Beerus had to knock him out really quick. Like, come on, the stories weren't about him in those moments. Yeah. And as much as it was disappointing to see my man get those L's in those periods of time once there was a bit of a B story that started being written about Gohan's life, say around the future Trunks saga, we definitely saw that it, it wasn't that he was just meant to be weak. It was that he was meant to have to go through another period of growth before we could see Gohan on the forefront in the story within Dragon Ball Super.
1: Yeah. Does that make like, any sense? Yeah, hell yeah. Like and I always when I was watching Super when when it was airing ever so I was like I wasn't offended when he got smoked by Beerus and Frieza. Because I'm like for the most part they wouldn't showcase him in this manner without doing something with it. Like Exactly. I I'm I, I know like people are very overly critical on Toriyama's writing and Toei's style of thinking, but I'm like, hey, listen. If he was meant to just get smoked and that's it, he would have just it would have it wouldn't have been in that manner. He would have got cooked rather quickly, and especially in regards to like the whole their whole take on the uh, resurrection of F. You wouldn't even get that whole thing right there. Like you wouldn't even got that. So, I oh for the most part, I had faith in the story that they were gonna build with Gohan. So it was really funny to see the whole line of thinking where it's like, man, our character, our favorite character is really cooked. <laughs> I'm yeah. like, uh, maybe you just want to play the the long game.
0: And <laughs> I know we say that in a lot of our favorite pieces of media, but when, it, especially when it comes to how this era of Dragon Ball is being presented to us, right, even in 2018, by the time the universe survival saga ended we knew there's going to be a slow drip of Dragon Ball after this but that drip is still coming right like here we are yeah. five years later there's a new Budokaisen Kaiichi game coming out the manga is still ongoing uh, you know developments from for Gohan himself have panned out greatly <laughs> <essentially>. <laughs> so yeah sometimes you do just have to say let's wait until the story does focus on our guy And it's right around the time, like we've already mentioned, where he has that preliminary battle in the Universe Survival Saga leading up to the Tournament of Power. We do see Gohan have a return to fighting where Piccolo directly trains him. And I really enjoyed this part myself because this is something where we find out Goku straight up told Piccolo before Gohan had a chance to reach out to him. Like, hey, man, yeah, Gohan did pretty good, but he's not hes not fighting in any sense of what his full power is, right? Because we saw Gohan go Super Saiyan in his battle against Lavenda, but nothing beyond that. From that point, he does wind up training with Piccolo. I loved this period of time where Piccolo just calls it out. We even see scenes from Dragon Ball Z, get inserted into the fight where he told Gohan, you rely on the strength that you have, but once you become too powerful, you become arrogant, and you don't know how to get <laughs> deliver that finishing glow. You don't know how to go for the kill. And because you don't have that killer instinct in you, you wind up losing. It's, it's what's happened time and time again. That's what happened against Cell. That's what happened against Majin Buu. And Piccolo was right because Gohan... He doesn't
1: have that dog in him, let's be real. Yeah, he do. Too much dog in him, man. So too much of something is bad. You know what I'm saying? I'm in firm belief of that. That man, once he for the most part, once he's dominating, that, that he goes on cruise control. And we don't get that sense of urgency that we need for him to be, you know, a really, really protector of the earth that he wants to be. In the sense of, you know, protecting his family from any danger. Can't you can't you can't have those nasty attributes and those traits. You know what I'm saying? You will you will be the demise of your family and your friends doing that. Like we saw with the cell arc. Like, my man, if Goku was not there and, and did not have that instant transmission, the whole planet would have been <laughs>
0: and we learn that at this point Gohan's real problem isn't not being able to access that rage because that's something he's able to get to later but it's accessing that instinct he has just as a fighter trusting that Piccolo is able to get him to reach back to using his potential unleashed form that he had unlocked by the old Kai but even then Gohan realizes he has to test that newfound strength that he has because he's been able to push that to a level that matches the current era of power in Dragon Ball Super. He winds up training against Goku and even tells Goku, yo, look, I know you're way stronger now. I need you to come at me at that point. And even though Goku was able to outclass him in their their sparring match... That moment where we saw Goku was able to deliver full power Super Saiyan Blue strength to Gohan and Gohan in his potential unleashed form was able to match that for a moment was enough to show that Gohan could arise to the test once again. Yeah. I really, really dig the fact that you know, like you said, we had to wait for the story to build back up to that point for him. But once he was ready for battle, he was he showed that he was capable so much to where, like I mentioned earlier, Goku made him the captain of Universe 7's team in the Tournament of Power. And he shows up a lot within that tournament. Um, were there any moments, I would say, between both the manga and the anime that stood out for you for Gohan in that tournament of power.
1: Um, I did like the manga's take on the
0: whole uh, that's why I brought up that one too. Yeah, yeah.
1: I did, I did like that. That was for the first time. You, you're I'm on the record of saying, Yo, Toyotaro did something right because I definitely loved that fight against Khalifa, like that was really needed, <laughs> really needed. And I did like, um, in the anime, I did like the, uh, little tag, like, I guess you would call it a little tag team thing that he did with Piccolo against the, uh, the Mamechians.
0: Yeah. um, Yeah. Yeah. I really
1: did like that because it was rather, you know what I'm saying? It was, it was cool. Yeah. The chore like the animation for the most part. If we're talking just strictly on an anime basis, like the animation was really crisp, and and I really did like the the whole teaming up thing. Like I, we you don't really see much of that. Um, we saw it in where they did a little sparring, but hey, this is where a battle that really matters. And for the most part, they did good.
0: Go on really did show up in the universe Survival Saga, both in the manga and the anime. For me, as well. Um, Moments like him fake teaming up with Frieza uh, to fight against Frost. I really thought that was really cool because we, (laughs) it really was. Uh, We had Gohan fighting against Frieza for a little bit. Um, Him showing that he knew what Frieza was up to. So he kind of trusted Frieza's plan to get uh, Frost eliminated. I thought moments like that were really cool. You also mentioned Gohan's fight with Kefla, and I want to touch on that a little bit because um, that may not be something that too many people are familiar with. In the manga, events of the Tournament of Power do go a little bit different than how they did in the anime. And while it's known that in the anime, Goku fought Kefla and had that amazing moment where he fired off the Kamehameha wave uh, to, you know, sort of counter against Kefla... In the manga, Gohan, like D mentioned earlier, does have that fight against Kefla. And it is so, so brief, but so interesting. I mean, you see Gohan go into that ultimate form. And in that potential unleashed form that he uses against Kefla, he mentions something that he also mentioned while he was sparring against Goku, where he said he wanted to find a form that was beyond Potential Unleashed, that was his own. Something that as someone who is a Saiyan and a human that he could use as his own power. And I thought that was really cool because, I mean, yeah, they are winding up teasing towards where we see Gohan at now, but it was just so dope to see Gohan, both in the manga and the anime, own up to saying, hey, man, like, I don't need to use some sort of like super saiyan god power or something like that i i can get strong enough on my own so when the time calls for it i can show out and say like no this is me i'm gohan i'm that guy still
1: that guy and for a fact it was much needed i really did like that take like it, it like they it's really crazy how it's drastic in the nature of like the, the from the manga in the end, man, like it's like you're getting two different Gohans, and I, I appreciate it both. I like this over well, this confident like Gohan in the manga a lot. Bro.
0: I great. did too, I did too, and they build upon that confident version of Gohan because even past the tournament of power, we have Gohan show up in the Galactic Patrol Prisoner Saga with the rest of the dragon team as they fight against Moros forces on Earth. Um, you know, we have Gohan winds up training with Piccolo uh as they fight against Seven Three and various other forces that he has in that potential unleashed form. My man Gohan winds up even doing uh Masenko beam cannon you remember that yeah. where they combine the Masenko and the special beam cannon against seven three. Really go- dope moments. I mean, that's, if you have not read the Dragon Ball Super manga and uh, are thirsty for more Gohan moments, definitely take a chance to read against uh, the battle that the Dragon Team has against Moro. Uh, yeah. Because my man does show out pretty well. Uh, even though Sagambo winds up power and um, a few things happen because, of course, it's the plot, and it winds up yeah. being Goku and Vegeta who uh, mostly are focused in this arc. Gohan's return to fighting through the universe survival arc, through the galactic patrol prisoner saga all leads up to Dragon Ball Superhero where while we do have a story that's mostly focused on Piccolo and Pan. By proxy, it's a story about Gohan as well, right? <laughs> Even down to the fact that the people that Gohan winds up fighting, um, you know, the Gammas and Cell Max, they represent different points of Gohan, if you really think about it, right? Mm -hmm. The Gammas 1 and 2, they represent that justice that's found within Gohan, just as Cell Max represents that rage that exists Mm -hmm. within Gohan. The difference is that because Gohan's rage comes from his sense of compassion that he's always had his whole life. You know, whenever Raditz threatened the lives of Goku and Piccolo, whenever Frieza threatened Piccolo's life, whenever Frieza threatened Krillin's life, whenever Cell and the Cell Juniors threatened his friends' lives, right? That compassion in Gohan is what would build up to him reaching a next level of power every single time when he needed it. Yeah. What Gohan was looking for early in the universe survival saga where he trained with Goku, when he fought against Kefla, where he said, I want to find a form that is my own. He winds up finding that in his battle during Dragon Ball Super Superhero against Cell Max when he's under the belief that cell max has killed piccolo at the end of their great fight against each other and because he's using that potential unleashed power that he's had then, you know this is the first time that he's ever really relied on rage while using that power Yeah. it was such
1: a breath of fresh and breath there much I later. mean let's
0: be real when he was fighting against majin buu there was moments where he was scared there was moments where he was, you know, confident, but he wasn't enraged to a, a degree that pushed him. We never seen him using that potential unleashed power be pushed to that next level. And that rage, that love, that compassion, all of it turned into what's known as Beast Gohan. Beast. Gohan unleashing that beast Getting a new level of power that is visually reminiscent to when he transformed as a Super Saiyan 2 um, against Cell in the Cell games. But also a callback to Toriyama's original design for the Super Saiyan with whitish silver hair and red eyes. It just represents everything in Gohan that shows how much more powerful he can be than everybody else. That quiet storm, right? That quiet rage that all it takes is for him to throw a few combos, a few few punches, a few kicks. That Makanko Sapo, that special beam cannon, <laughs> right into Cell Max's head. It was over, man. That's all it took. What did you feel whenever you saw Gohan reach that level in that battle against Cell Max, man?
1: I was like, it's about damn time. (laughs) It's about damn time. It was just so like for a lot of things for myself, I enjoyed that, but I was like, in my head thinking of the fan base, I'm like, Hey, they finally got something where they can say, Hey, my character really, really is standing out the way how we were used to him standing out. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I I tend to disagree about how I we how I view go on, but for the most part, when I saw the whole go on beast transformation, I was like, yep, this is what this is what the fans need. It might not be I, I may not have needed it, but for them, for moving forward for the series, like, yeah, this is it.
0: I can agree with you there. Yeah. It it may not be something where everybody that really grew up with Gohan and understood that he could still play a role at any given point, because let's be real, right? The production crew could have just made a scene where Gohan is in that potential Unleashed form. He gets really powerful. He launches a Kamehameha way. It gets him to that level of power that's at Goku, Ultra Instinct, Vegeta, Ultra Ego, still in the same form. And he knocks, knocks him up. We could have got that scene. Yeah but they wanted to market something new with Gohan. This is a character that had not received a new form in 30 years. (laughs) And if there's anything we know about Dragon Ball and the people that run that franchise, they're going to make some damn money, my boy. Oh,
1: hell yeah. This merch train don't stop for nobody.
0: So the fact that we are getting Beast Gohan in 2022 slash 2023 Totally makes sense to me. I'm all for it, for the fact that we're going to be able to get new content with him in that. I mean, look, we're going to get Gohan in beast form in Budokai Tenkaichi, probably before any other game. I'm just going to say it right now. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. <laughs> that's just how it's going to work, bro. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, that they're going to capitalize on this form. We're going to see... We're just now getting SH figure words of it. Like, yes, like, Gohan is a money maker, and as long as Bandai, Toei, and anyone who steps foot in the Dragon Ball room, me, Shueisha, <laughs> is going to make any sort of plans about it, Gohan is going to keep doing that. The difference is that when we turn the clock back a good 27 years, in Dragon Ball GT, this is a good 10 years after... Kid Buu's defeat, my man Gohan does not have very much of an importance on the story at all. Yes, he is a scholar. So much so that he's employed as a researcher for Capsule court. but we know that he's just a good-ass husband and a good-ass dad. He trusts his daughter Pan, who is a little bit older, a little bit stronger, a little bit wiser, to even go out into space with his dad and trunks while she did sneak out to go do it herself. By the time he realizes she's gone, he's not that worried. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, we do see him used as a, uh, a tool for baby to be able to infest and fight against Vegeta in order for him to gain, uh, Vegeta's body and possess him further but we really don't see Gohan used much more as anything beyond being a tuffle parasite through that arc and Mm -hmm. uh, you know once he's cured just sitting there and helping lend Goku power to become a full power Super Saiyan 4 not really
1: much happens there ain't ain't a thing ain't a thing going on for that man
0: I mean there are some moments where he is, of course, a part of the story, like when Piccolo has to go back to hell, right? Uh, he decides he's going to stay there uh, in order for, you know, the the Black Star Dragon Balls to not have any wishes, right? Yeah. It, it is kind of a sad moment as Gohan, you know, weeps over Piccolo's death, but beyond that, man, again, it's just that <laughs> Bond that he has with his mentor that allows him to be anything in the story outside of that, not very much. As he does play a minor role in facing off against Super 17 and the different enemies who rise from hell during that short saga in Dragon Ball GT, even in the Shadow Dragon saga, where my man Gohan does show out and fight again, right? Like he yeah. goes to Super Saiyan, fights to get long, his brother, Trunks, and Vegeta. To help try to give Goku some time um, so that way Goku and Vegeta can fuse into Gogeta and also to give Goku time to form the super ultra spirit bomb. But outside of that, my man, Gohan doesn't play the biggest part. Why do you think that is?
1: All right, Toy got what they needed out of him for like the the story. As soon as Goku I- came back to stay on planet Earth. There was no need for him to be that much of a, an important figure. So, you know, just pushed him in the back burner. I get it. It's, it sucks, but that's just how it goes. Like, if you ain't if you ain't in the lines of, you know, helping the story and the way how we see it, like we're trying to push it, like, hey, you're going to have to take a back burner. They don't care what you did back then. What, you get, what are you going to do now for us? And if you're not, all, you're not fitting along the lines, you know, you're know. You going to be cannon fodder. And that, he was. He, he was I there. agree with
0: that point completely. Yeah. I also want to raise a point that I've always sort of seen about Gohan, and one, especially since we've now gotten Dragon Ball Super Superhero, that I feel he was able to play this role again once they brought him back into prominence. And it's that... Gohan, when we were introduced to him in Dragon Ball Z, he's the fan insert character. Yeah. Right? Like, as the fan, as a little boy watching Dragon Ball Z, you're supposed to see yourself in Gohan. You're supposed to see yourself and be like, oh, man, I would be scared in this sort of situation too. But if if I could defend my friends and my family, I would burst out with all my anger and just lash out at my enemy and, and defeat them. That's what he's supposed to be. All the way through even his fight against Cell. That's the exact character supposed Gohan's supposed to be for anyone who's reading or watching the anime as a child. By the time you get to the Boo saga, yes it is true that Toriyama for a second was like, okay, let's let's have him be the center focus. But he decided that just didn't work and he brought back Goku, and that is fine. Right? Because It wasn't that Gohan was the main character. He was just the fan insert character. And since he had made the fan insert character the main character before from Goku. Right. In Dragon Ball growing up to Z and he realized, okay, I have to have somebody else that the kids can think they are. He realized, oh, that's not going to work for Gohan. That shit ain't it. nope. Because these kids aren't going to suddenly grow seven years in a month. Yeah. So he couldn't keep Gohan as the main character, and the point I'm getting to is,
1: <laughs> by the time
0: GT came around, Gohan is played his entire role. By that point, he's done everything he needed to. He, you saw him grow to this point to where you know he can be confident. And be competent as a hero. Like, for let's forget the fight against Majibu. By the time Dragon Ball Z ends, you know, okay, Gohan can hold his own. He can go into that potential unleashed form. And if somebody steps up, he's got it. It's cool. That's what they showed me in Dragon Ball Z movie 13. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's what they showed me in any other piece of media outside of GT up to that point. So by the time Dragon Ball GT comes around, the child insert characters are Goku and Pan. Because Dragon Ball is such a big franchise that we know that it's not just little boys that watch it. And it's 1996 and things are changing. So they had to have two kids to be the insert characters for kids to watch. And Gohan, by the time Dragon Ball GT comes around, again, served his entire purpose. We know that he's got a level of power that he can reach. We know that he... He can defend himself and he just needs to be fodder in these moments where these characters that we know Goku and Vegeta or Pan or somehow trunks for 5% are going to handle, <laughs> right? And yeah. Gohan doesn't play into that equation.
1: Yeah, you ain't it. Man, listen, you're not, you're not Pan. You ain't a kid and you don't have the appeal of, trunks where it's like, hey, people like future trunks. And we, for whatever reason, Toei back then was like, yo, we can't, I don't know. I don't know what the the thought process was, but they ain't bring that boy back from the future. So it's like, (laughs) hey, let's just work with what we got. So man, man, go on, got the back burner. And maybe that's a a viewpoint in Japan, like uh, for different, like things in the West, can be completely different from things out there in in, the, in Japan. Like, for the most exactly. part, maybe people ain't, weren't offended at all.
0: <laughs> I would imagine, yeah, by the time Dragon Ball GT came around, how Gohan was treated as a character was an afterthought to most fans. And, mm-hmm. and that's absolutely fine. And I feel like that's how we should view it in today's 2023 eyes, is that, yes, while that is where his character winds up going in terms of chronological order, as far as we know right now. Yeah. Um, it's fine because in 2023 they recognize that there's way more profitability <laughs> on Gohan being a very competent fighter, having that beast form, and being someone who they can make entire stories around and completely profit with. So all in all Gohan, while he is probably one of the most divisive characters, I would say very beloved to this day, still showcased very well, and still remains one of my very favorite characters in all Dragon Ball. Hell yeah. So, like I mentioned just a moment ago, he is probably the most divisive character in Dragon Ball. And recently I went to Twitter to see what just different people's takes on Sun Gohan were as a whole, right? Because we did raise the question at the beginning of part one. Do fans get Sun Gohan? We got a few replies. I want to be able to just go over some of those here. And uh, D, you let me know what you think just as we go along the way.
1: No problem.
0: All right. So at the Black Otakus reached out to us, and they said, Gohan is an interesting character, most interesting written character in the whole series, a strong sense of justice reserved, yet when the chips are down, he's down for the cause, and he honestly wants a, a chill life, but to get to such a chill life, he's got to fight for it. I agree man. Yeah, Yeah, 100%. I mean, he doesn't always have to fight just to keep it, because, I mean, he's got it unlocked, Definitely. But it's one of those things where, you know, if he's gonna showcase himself as somebody who has to be super powerful, you know, he, as he learned at the end of Dragon Ball Super Superhero, he can't just rely on Goku and Vegeta. And hopefully, we do see uh, him be shown as someone who doesn't just regress back once again. Yeah. We got Atno Swayze. He says, he's the Lex Luger of Dragon Ball Z. <laughs>
1: Oh man, it, I don't have a very fond opinion of Lex Luger. <laughs> so <laughs> if you, if that's a good thing for you, then more power to you. But we're think- talking
0: like early nineties Lex Luger, and he's getting pushed to the moon, brother. Then like, okay, all right, I, I can I could see that, but like in the sense that he only gets pushed when he needs to. Yeah, there's some truth to that. Yeah. Maybe, maybe that's what my man needs. Uh, who knows? Who knows? Yeah. Who knows? Man. That's we
1: got it's an insult to go on, man. No, <laughs> <got> to,
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't
1: compare <laughs> him to the narcissist.
0: <laughs> we got heavenly Lariat. Uh he's been my GOAT since childhood because the dude has the potential to be the greatest warrior ever, but chose to live a life of peace with the caveat that if pushed, he can and will usually duff niggas who try him.
1: Yeah, I, I, I can understand that. It's not really so much of like him like I, maybe he does. He does have obviously we know from the way how he's talked about in the series, like yeah, he has the power to fight these 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 juggernauts that are being introduced in the series. But you know, it's it's a matter of like, hey, it's it's not like hey, I'm not trying to fight just for the sake of fighting and yeah. I ain't trying to scrabble. It's more so like, hey, I just have a reason. I have a I have a common goal now. I already accomplished one goal. I said from a child, like I wanted to be a scholar. I am a scholar now. I'm continuing to be a scholar. But now I have a family now, dog. So for the most part, it ain't about me trying to beat on motherfuckers. It's more so like, hey, I'm I'm just trying to make sure the the wife and the kid is is, is a-okay.
0: As long as they're safe. Gohan's happy, right? Yeah, like, fight, fight, like,
1: man, he could retire today as a martial artist if there's no threat to the world without a, without a care about fighting at all.
0: Which at Mooney said Gohan is a great character because he is both incredibly kind and filled with overwhelmingly powerful rage. Despite all that has happened to him, he grew up kind and loving. When someone inflicts harm to those he loves, he turns into a beast. Powered by emotion. Would it have been great if he was the hero? Sure. But at the same time, his inner power comes out in waves rather than a straight line of progression. That power lays dormant most of the time until a certain moment where it explodes. Then he goes back to his life. I think it's a really good take. Yeah,
1: this is really a great take. For the most part, that's, what I, that's, my, that's my thoughts on the character.
0: Yeah. Yeah, like, like you know, when it comes to it, he he needs to fight. Other than that, like, nothing else needs to really happen for him. Mm-hmm. He, he's reached that goal he wanted in life. Uh, yeah. Mad villain KW says, "Gohan's character panned out exactly how it should have. He has the potential to be the strongest, but he was never destined to be the warrior like Goku and Vegeta. He was destined to be a scholar slash a family man." Yeah. Yeah,
1: and ain't nothing wrong with that either.
0: <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Like, that's, that's exactly what he's always wanted. The best thing you could ask for him. Uh, at DGamerXX5 says, we only got to see a little bit of it, but I would love to see Gohan as a mentor to Team Trunks and Goten. I also think he was the most interesting balance of not wanting to fight, but is still willing to when absolutely necessary. Yeah, man. I think uh, if we saw, like, a uh arc where... Gohan's teaching Trunks and Goten, like, just, like, that sort of, like, refinement of, like, yo, hey, if y'all could just, like, smarten y'all selves up a bit, y'all would be the ones that everybody's looking at as the next great fighter.
1: Yeah. I, I, I guess if I want to... Let me even play devil's advocate. Like, do you really want these, the, these two young individuals? I mean, yeah, they have the most potential. Like, Obviously, they look at the feats that they accomplished. Like I don't care what anybody says, being turning Super Saiyan at the age of six and seven is absolutely ridiculous. Yeah, but for the most part, you wouldn't. You want Trunks and Goten to have a a life, a normal life, a life that they should, you know, partake in, or just a normal, regular life. You know what I'm saying?
0: I would say, based on the superhero manga arc that we've gotten, I would rather than have that sort of life than them be like n- new Goku and Vegeta.
1: Yeah, I mean, we don't need that, and yeah. I, I, and I like, yeah, no, we really don't need that. As as long as Goku and Vegeta are are around, um, for the most part, I'll, I'll I can take Trunks and Goten being just regular young
0: teens. You know if a situation it? called for it, I'd be down for it. But uh...
1: and, and even then, I I I still. Re- I mean, I I get it, but I don't know. In regards to like a mentor, I I'd probably pick pick Lo for a mentor for Trunks and Goten, because you already that That's true. Just and, had that established, and and it was comedy gold. You um, know, I I I guess I I could see the vision
0: in that regard. We've got at Joey Dinsday, who says, I fucked with him in his characterization. He wanted something else from life, and people felt some type of way, but that's his choice. He's there when they really need him. Plus, unlike some, I fucked with his corny ass Great Sam, man. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you could not have any other character be the Great Sam, man.
1: Yeah, exactly. It's it's just, man, It's you can't. And it's raw as hell.
0: It's hilarious. I mean, come on. Like, if if you're like me and you love Dragon Ball and you love Tokusatsu, you know that it's it's the closest thing to there being a common writer in Dragon Ball that we're ever going to get. So, yes, I absolutely fuck with the Great Saiyan Man just the same. It's corny as fuck, but I love it. Yeah. We got Lookout RNC's very own AD at 180ZL. Saying, looking at Super now, he's definitely one of the better written characters in the series. He's had his coming of age a bit too early compared to the adults around him. But because of that, I look at the last movie as his coming of age because he's actually an adult now. I like that. And that's actually a point I made earlier, too, when we were talking about just, you know, how Gohan's usage in GT was where his role had played itself out. But yeah. again now when with Dragon Ball super superhero, he can be the fan insert character again yeah. because the people that grew up with Gohan all those years ago, they're grown. they've most likely got kids of their own now. They've yeah. most likely you know gone on and accomplished the goals in their life where maybe they didn't have to focus on training to for fighting their whole life. but they yeah. know when it comes to having to defend something and someone that they're compassionate about, They will do everything it takes to get rid of it. And I feel like, yeah, like, AD brings up a really great point. Like, if we look at superhero as his coming of age as an adult now, um, we could get a whole new era of Gohan where he doesn't have to be some badass hero. It's just we know we don't have to worry about him getting that treatment that he got in Resurrection F anymore. Yeah.
1: I, I agree. Like if for if you really do look at it from childhood to adult, and like, I guess because folks look at Majin Buu as go, like gone looks, like he is physically growing, and I mean he's still a teenager.
0: Yeah. Like he's all sixteen.
1: You know, he's sixteen. Like it. It doesn't stop there. You know what I'm saying? It was a great moment for him, but like this continuing like. If you look at it from point A all the way till now, it's super like yeah, this is perfect. This is great. If you looked at it, the, if if we didn't get superhero, like I can understand why folks would like feel like it's a little bit too early.
0: I also would say it's something where you know, Gogon is just a character where we needed to have that next turn of the page for him yeah and there was no better time than now for him at least yeah. in my opinion and uh ad to really really uh shown light on just how i take a look at that as well i really appreciate you adding that uh, insight there on man we've got at rory dropkick on twitter he says i like him as a dad as a whole and i'm glad he's not just goku too he's living his life the way he wants now if he steps it up like we saw him in the movie whenever there's more trouble great but honestly he doesn't have to be a lead man him and Vidal do need to fight as a team or better yet once Pan gets older them as a fighting family I do want that to happen that would be neat like if we got great say man one and two and like great say man junior or some shit just yeah. one time just one time I'd be with the goofy shit
1: I I prefer like go ten and Trunks passing that that Great Saiyan lineage to Pan rather than Gohan and uh,
0: to the Pan. Yeah. Okay. Pan. All right. Yeah, I can I mean, see that. Yeah,
1: like if we're if we're looking at how like how it trends, like it's Great Saiyan and you have Great Saiyan woman, and then boom, we have Great these two Great Saiyan.
0: I don't even remember their... Great feelings. Same Man X1 and X2? Yeah.
1: Like, yeah, for the most part, I like the way how it's trending. Like, I, I don't want the the order to be a little bit ch- changed up from like, oh, starting from the top now, going the bottom now.
0: I will say, if we ever do get to a point in the story where Pan is as old as she was in GT again, even if we just got one scene where Gohan, Videl, and Pan all fought together, even not Great Same Man, I'd love the fuck out of that shit. That's the one scene of a father, mother, and child that we would see it with. Does that make sense?
1: Yeah, that'd be dope. But I, I'm me personally, I really do not need Videl to do anything in the series anymore. Like, she was, like, for me, her role was right there near in the Boo saga, and she peaked right there. Like I don't want to see anything out of her besides okay. being—that's just me though. Okay, all I, right. Like I—I I, I find her as you know, just the loving housewife who trusts and believes in her her husband. I don't want right to see
0: her it. kick one more Spopovich upside the head or some shit, man. I'm, I'm not gonna lie.
1: To you. I don't you want, want her to spin the block I'm, back? I'm, on. I want to <laughs> see
0: her spin the block and the Tinka Kai one more game, man. I want to see it, man. I want to see it. Maybe. Maybe
1: she's washed. Maybe like we saw how gone was looking out here.
0: Maybe she's washed. Look, look. We (laughs) know she has a dojo. They said it in the movie, bro. She she teaches a dojo, bro. If anybody's still scrapping, it's her. And she's definitely still better than King Satan, man. You know what I'm saying? She's definitely better than Mr. Satan, bro. Look.
1: Yeah, she. Oh, yeah, she do. Goddamn my bad.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Well, just one time for the humans, man. One time. One time. And lastly, we have King Kwansu, who says, Gohan was my favorite Dragon Quest character until he went to space. Also, I think that Gohan as a Henshin Henshin hero was goaded. So overall, as a Dragon Ball character, Gohan, good. The taste (laughs) on Gohan being a Dragon Quest character early on (laughs) is a deep cut, and so true. Yeah, Yeah, it is. (laughs) Very early on, that boy, Gohan, was damn near die.
1: <laughs> yeah, it was.
0: I'm not going to lie to you. He was very close to being a Dragon Quest character. I, I would agree with my man, King Konsu there. Yeah. But, look, all in all, it does very much look like at least the fans that follow the subs live, Dove's live chain, you know what I mean? All of y'all that fuck with us. Y'all definitely get Gohan. We're glad to see it. And... Yeah. You know, as long as you keep listening and rocking with us, there's no way that you won't. Yeah, exactly. With all that said, man, we're really, really happy to have gone over Son Gohan's life over these past two weeks. This entire change of Gohan originating as just the very first hybrid Saiyan hero all the way to evolving as the beast that he is, man. It's been a really great few decades growing along watching that. And I know that as it keeps going, they're going to do so much more with Gohan that we couldn't even imagine now. Hell yeah. With that all said, we will be taking it back way back next week as we go two generations back into the Goku family and discuss Bardock, the father of Goku, not just in Dragon Ball Z, but also the changes that we know to how we view his character today through Dragon Ball Super. Are you ready for that, my man? Yo, it's going to be fire. (laughs) It's going to be something else, man. I'm really, really glad to go through everything that we discuss next week with Barda. But until then, just remember, y'all, subs lie, Dubs lie. We don't. Never do. Never will. We out here. Peace.